everyone. Welcome to So Good Sisterhood. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and my husband Todd and I pastor Christ Fellowship Church together. The So Good Sisterhood is a podcast that is all about investing in every girl from every generation. It's this opportunity to have relevant conversations every single month about living intentionally, leading confidently, and loving generously. And hopefully, it will leave you saying, that was so good. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the So Good Sisterhood podcast. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and I am so glad that you're joining me today for part two of the conversation about hearing God's voice. We are on our final episode of season five of the podcast, and I am here with my very favorite podcast guest. And I can say that because he's my husband. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey. So it's Todd, a.k.a. Pastor Todd. Some of you know him as Dr. Mullins. Very few people Very know few you people know as that. Dr. Yes. I just thought I'd throw that in there. But we're so glad that you're, um, you're on the podcast again. And Todd, I'm, I've, I've loved our conversations so far about hearing God's voice so that we can step into the greater story that he wants to write on our lives is such a powerful message that has been a theme in your life. And thank you for sharing in the last episode. If you didn't catch the last episode, make sure you go back and take a listen. Yeah, I just want to say, Julie, thank you for your investment in the So Good Sisterhood podcast. It is a wealth of knowledge and inspiration and truth that is impacting not just the sisterhood group of our church, but a lot of the brotherhood. We're all I listening know, right? to. And, I know that you guys are uh, out all there. all the brothers listening in, don't be ashamed. This is right. good stuff and it's going to help all of us. Yeah, so. no shame because you're on the podcast yeah, today. On, so. Right? It's going to be great. Well, I shared a lot uh, in the last session about how God was rewriting my story and actually took my plan and my uh, direction of my life and actually, man, turned it upside down and all around. And in the moments, I didn't quite see what he was doing. I didn't understand. I had to take a a step of faith. And so I wondered if you would be willing just to share one of your stories (laughs) of when you've seen God turn some stuff around and maybe it didn't work out the way you thought and what you did and how you held on to God in those seasons of maybe confusion and even discouragement. Yeah, I I would say um, to share one story would be difficult because I kind of think this is a theme in my life mm. that I feel like um, more of my journey has been on a detour than actually a direct line to the destination, wow. right? I think that our destiny is not a mystery, right? That for better or for worse, our destiny is going to be determined by by the commitments that we make and the small steps that we take every day to walk out those commitments. And that has been just a theme because a lot of times we take small steps not knowing where they're going to end Mm. up. And I, you know, we said in the first episode that both you and I are type A people that were planners. We like to have a plan. And I tried to figure things out really early on in life. And I realized this was, this was not going to be God's plan for Mm. me, right? Mm -hmm. I can tell stories of Todd when we were early in our marriage. And we wanted to start a family. And I look back on that time and we just thought it was going to be so easy. We were youth pastors. And so, you know, we were always talking to our students about how careful they needed to be, (laughs) you know, because this could happen at any time. But for us being youth pastors, um, we we had a a long journey with infertility and several miscarriages. And finally, God brought us our miracle son in Jefferson. But we always thought we were going to have five kids. So that was the, that Julie, was the first. Julie intro. wanted five because she loves basketball and she wanted five boys to have her own little basketball team. That's, that's that the was truth. It. That's, that's a true, true, story, true story, right? That was my plan. And I thought I was five boys. That's how it was going to be. Um, and then with Jefferson, you know, we thought 
that we were going to have a, a, a child just like us, right? That was mm-hmm. going to love sports, love school, love, you know, love life. And there were some challenges along the way that, that he had to navigate and that we navigated with him. So, um, which those challenges actually altered what we did, what I did every single day of the week. Right. And, and I remember even those were personal challenges, but even in my ministry calling that there were times when I thought that I knew what my greatest contribution to the church would be, whether it was creative ministry and worship. Those are the places that I wanted to invest my time. But what I found was, was that there were times there was a greater need. And when I stepped into those places that God began to write a greater story. The times that I grew the most were in the assignments that I did not ask for. And so what I realized in all of these seasons was that God always has a greater plan. Mm -hmm. But I would say most of those lessons were learned in the rearview mirror, right? Right. And sometimes it's hard to tell when we're on a detour that we're actually headed towards the destiny that God has for us, and we may not even know it. Sometimes I think, what if the detour uh, isn't a detour, but it's actually a part of the whole destination, the whole journey, that God actually has us on this, what feels like a detour, but it's actually a very orchestrated there's people waiting for us there there's assignments waiting for us there there's things we're going to learn on the detour that we would never learn if we were on the highway flying by i mean there's been times physically that julie we've been on detours that we had to get off of the main road that was flying by at 65 70 miles an hour and because of the detour we actually saw things we would have never seen experienced things we would have never experienced and you think about that the significance of that in people's lives and in our lives and so just not rushing through that and being frustrated. I know usually when I'm driving and I'm in a detour, I'm frustrated. I'm like, I right. just want to get from here to there. I don't want to be on this detour and and I'll miss what God wants us to do if I have that attitude in life. Right, right. I think that that is so true. And on a detour, you have to pay really close attention, mm-hmm. right? To get to where you need to go. You have to watch the signs. You right. have to, you know, follow directions. And like I said, this has been kind of a theme. And, but I do think that you are, you hit the nail on the head because the destination really is, think about the word destination, it really is the destiny, right? Yes, right. It, it is about the people that God puts in your path along the way and what he has waiting for you mm-hmm. that you could have never planned for yourself. Right. And I think that um, that one of the, the challenges of being on detours, right, in our lives when we're walking through seasons, as I just described a few minutes ago, is that, that detours can very easily cause spiritual hearing impairment. Mm. I know a lot about hearing impairment because I am hearing impaired, yeah, right? A lot of people so, may not know that, but right? you are completely mm-hmm. deaf in your left ear and you've got some ringing going on in your right ear. So you know what this means. I know to, firsthand, right? And you have spiritual, to lean in to hear. spiritual hearing impairment is, is the same, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things I know is that distance makes it hard to hear. The further I am away from mm-hmm. somebody's voice, the harder it is to hear them. And a lot of times when we are on a detour, we feel distant. We feel far away from God many times because he didn't answer our prayer the way that we wanted him to. Mm-hmm. And when he doesn't answer that prayer, it makes us feel disconnected and right. distance. Another reason for hearing impairment is disruption, right? That um, there's a lot of other voices and just the noise of life, the busyness of life. And a lot of times when, when we're in a painful season of our life, right? Many times we, we turn to social media, we turn to turning on, you know, Netflix. We we turn to just extreme busyness and and those voices begin to become louder in our life. 
And some of the ways that we try to escape, it actually drowns out God's voice yeah, in our life. Right. And then there's disappointment. It's, you know, it's, you, you said this in the last episode, Todd, is that we talked about prayer and staying connected to God. And it's hard to have a conversation with someone if you think they're disappointed in you yeah. or if you're disappointed in them. Right. And so distance, disruption, and disappointment, it causes a spiritual hearing impairment and keeps us from hearing exactly what God wants us to hear in these detours that we may be on. That's so, so true. And so, so what advice do you have? Because many of us are on yeah. those mm-hmm. detours. A lot of us are facing um, maybe unexpected, even confusing, painful twists in our story. What, what do we do now to get back on the road with God? Yeah, well, I think we go to the word first, right? And in scripture, we see so many examples of people who were in places that they did not want to be, mm-hmm. right? And in scripture, a lot of times, these would be called wilderness places. Right. This is when, you know, when, when David was in the wilderness running away from Saul, right? right? When Moses was traveling for 40 years in the wilderness. And, but what, what's interesting is that the Hebrew word for wilderness is midbar. And it's the same root word for the word to speak, yeah. right? And this, the desert place, the wilderness is actually in scripture, the place where people heard God's voice mm, the most. Right. You may be in a wilderness right now, you know, a place that you didn't expect to be. It might be a, a breakup that you didn't see coming. It might be a bad doctor report. Um, it might be just you're walking through a season of grief. And if, if you're in a wilderness experience right now, mm. you're actually in perfect position mm. to hear God's voice. Yes. And one of the things, you know, we say a lot is that so many times that God speaks to us the most in the places that we want to be in the least. Mm. And I think about the the season of infertility, the season of walking through the challenges um, with Jefferson for many, many years, the seasons of difficulty in our, our lives. Those were the times that God wanted to speak to us the most. I think about in scripture too, uh, God actually called people into the wilderness to speak to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, God called Abraham to pull away from the noise of the city that he was in and living in, called him into the wilderness. And when he was in the wilderness, God spoke to him and gave him a promise, gave him direction, spoke to his destiny, spoke to his calling. And so I can speak personally too, that there have been times that I felt like God led me into a wilderness place where he brought me there to get me away from the noise and the distraction so that I could clearly hear his voice. Sometimes it was to give me a promise. Sometimes it was to give me correction. Sometimes it was to give me direction. But whenever he did it, I, I remember, I can think back on several times and I didn't want to go. I'm like, I don't want to go there. It's not comfortable there. It's not pleasant there. But when I actually would rest in those places and quiet myself, I could actually discern what God was trying to do and say he had my attention. And it, it would lead to a redirection in my life because he spoke to me right. there. So again, if you're yes. there, if you're going yes. through something, don't resist it. Don't resist the admonition. Don't resist the call of God. Don't resist what he wants to do in this season. Open yourself up. Listen. Ask God, God, what do you want to say to me? What have I been missing? What what direction or correction do you have for my life that I would not hear you if I was not in this spot right now to receive this word? And if you quiet your soul long enough, wow. you'll hear him say what he needs to say to you. That's so good. Believe it or not, I know... This may shock people, but when I read the Bible, I read it like you. Like there's no angel singing. There's no like thunder from heaven. It's like, I'm just reading the Bible. And many days I get done reading. I go, oh, okay. I just wasn't like I heard God speak directly to me. Right. But the consistency of opening up the word of God 
And then that one day God mm-hmm. speaks in a different way through the word. Uh, or I've been in worship services and there's been times that, you know, I'm, I go to, I go to church a lot. So I'm in church, uh, you know, four or five times on a weekend and singing the songs over and over again. And if I'm not careful, it'll just be redundancy to me. Right. But if I'm, but if I'm looking for what God wants to say, I remember it was the middle of a, a Sunday, not that long ago when we were singing, uh, you hold it all together. Mm-hmm. And in that moment of singing that song, probably for the third time that day, um, God spoke to me in a very clear way about a situation that I was walking through that felt very difficult and very, in a way, mm-hmm. kind of hopeless. And right. he said, I'm going to hold it all together for you, Todd. I've got it from the beginning to the end. I've got it covered. And that was, so I just would encourage people in the middle of your detour, in the middle of what you don't want to be in, look for those times when God is going to speak a very clear word and it's going to take that common ground that turned into holy ground for right. you. I remember an ordinary Wednesday night when I showed up to student ministries like I had 25 times before, but it was that night that God spoke to me about my purpose and my calling. Those ordinary times that, that you know, I remember just praying and wondering if God had heard my prayer about Jefferson. And then on an ordinary night, he answered our prayer and he put those first five words together. Yeah, and it was it. because yep. even though it was a common, ordinary moment, in a hot tub, yeah. right, with our kid. <laughs> yeah. But it was. But God spoke, and He said, He whispered, "You know, I've got you. Yeah. I am intimately acquainted with every prayer that you prayed." And sometimes we just have to notice the ordinary, because in this, it's in those ordinary moments that God can speak extraordinary peace, extraordinary joy, and extraordinary purpose into our story. And you know, this is what He does. And so this is all about hearing His voice, allowing Him to write a better story yeah. in our lives. And the way that we do that is we put ourselves in position to hear the voice of God, yeah. to hear the whisper of God. You know, Todd, there might be a lot of people out there that are walking through detours. I'd right. love for you just to take a minute just to pray for yeah. them. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you that in uh, that our lives are in your hands, our seasons, the, the seasons we would call good and bad are in your hands. And God, you hold it all together. And I pray right now for faith to rise up in the heart of every person listening. Let us hear your voice. Let us see what you're saying to us in the middle of the detour, in the middle of the place that we maybe don't want to be even right now. Let us know that you are with us. God, just send them a confirmation that they know that you are for them, that you're with them, and that God, you're going to bring them through, that you know the beginning from the end, and it is not a mystery to you. And so I pray today would be a day of confirmation that they can trust in you, even when they can't figure out what's going on, they can't figure out what you're doing. They trust you as a good, good father that has a good plan for their life and that you're writing a great story. I pray that faith would rise up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was so powerful. We're going to turn a sharp corner because at the end of every podcast, we talk about parts of our story. We all have parts of our story that are a little bit cringeworthy, right? Uh Or a little bit embarrassing, maybe a prayer that we are so glad that God did not answer for us. I'd love for you to share. I probably maybe. have a few prayers I could share that God uh, didn't answer that I'm so thankful. But since I'm with you on this podcast, okay. I'll tell you this one. Uh, I was in fourth grade and there was this older girl named Mindy and Mindy. she was in like the seventh or eighth grade. So she was an older woman and I had a mad crush on her. I was like, oh my goodness. She rode my bus. She went Ooh. to our church up in Kentucky. And I was like, ah, that's, I mean, and so I remember even confessing my love to Mindy and praying that she would, oh God, please let her feel the same way back yeah. to me and let her say the word. So I, so I finally mustered up enough courage to like go talk to her uh, at school. And I walked up to her and I said, Mindy, 
I just want you to know that I have these really strong feelings for you. And I think I love you. Like I've been like fourth or fifth grade. I don't even know what the definition of love is. I mean, I had some confidence (laughs) on me. She looked at me and said, oh, that's sweet, but I don't feel that same way about you. And I remember just being crushed and I can't believe Mindy doesn't love me, doesn't care for me, but I'm so glad God didn't answer that prayer. Or I might right. be with Mindy today, right? right? I and I don't want to be with Mindy. I'm with Julie. Aww. So Well, Mindy, if you're out there, I hope that you found happiness. <laughs> and I hope you found someone as great as Todd, because you really missed it, right? <laughs> There's a lot of potential there in fourth grade. Mindy, <laughs> where are it. you? Okay. Hey, well, that, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad that, um, that God didn't answer that prayer, too. So thanks for jumping on the podcast. And for all of you out there, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you share the podcast with a friend and follow us on social media. And we will see you next time on the So Good Sisterhood Podcast. We're so glad you joined us today for the So Good Sisterhood Podcast. For additional resources and show notes from today's episode, check out our website, SoGoodSisterhood.com. Remember, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but He's always doing a new thing. What step are you going to take today so you don't miss out on it? If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend or just leave us a comment. We hope today's episode leaves you feeling so good.